Our scripture for this morning comes from the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 2, verses 1 through 12. I'll be reading from the New Revised Standard Version. In the time of King Herod, after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea, wise men from the east came to Jerusalem asking, Where is the child who has been born King of the Jews? For we have observed this star at its rising and have come to pay him homage. When King Herod heard this, he was frightened and all Jerusalem with him, and calling together all the chief priests and scribes of the people, he inquired of them where the Messiah was to be born. They told him, In Bethlehem of Judea, for so it has been written by the prophet, And you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah, for from you shall come a ruler who is to shepherd my people Israel. Then Herod secretly called for the wise men and learned from them the exact time when the star had appeared. Then he sent them to Bethlehem, saying, Go and search diligently for the child, and when you have found him, bring me word, so that I may also go and pay him homage. When they had heard the king, they set out, and there ahead of them went the star that they had seen at its rising, until it stopped over the place where the child was. When they saw that the star had stopped, they were overwhelmed with joy. On entering the house, they saw the child with Mary, his mother, and they knelt down and paid him homage. Then opening their treasure chest, they offered him gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And having been warmed in a dream not to return to Herod, they left for their own country by another road. The word of God for us this morning. Thanks be to God. This past December 21st, there was a cool side in the sky. Many of you saw it, didn't you? The alignment of Jupiter and Saturn created a bright star in the sky that could be seen ahead of Christmas Day. It was really something incredible to see. One cannot help wonder if something similar happened leading to the birth of Jesus. We're told that the wise men from the east had come to Jerusalem following a bright star that they watched rising in the sky and that they interpreted this sign as a sign that a new king, the king of the Jews, had been born. When this incredible ha event happened last year and uh, it was all over social media, uh, everybody was expecting it and looking for it. I remember seeing it on Facebook and seeing a few news reports about it, and people literally marked their calendars and began to plan to try to see uh, what was going to happen in the sky. It was just such a rare occurrence. And I remember that there was even instructions on, you know, where to look in the sky and how high up and, and at what time of day to be able to get the best view. And, uh, you know, like everybody else, we went out there to see it. And I remember that we had to walk down the street where we live on because there were so many trees that we couldn't see it. We had to go down several houses and eventually we got to a part where it was clear enough that we could look just over the roof of one of our neighbors and we were able to see this incredible sight. My point here is that, you know, you really had to be looking for it to see it. Because if you hadn't been looking for it, you probably would have missed it altogether. You know, we live in a, in a city, in a place that's pretty crowded. There's many houses and trees. 
Sometimes it's overcast and cloudy. And so we don't always see things that are going on in the heavens. Now flash back to Jesus' birth and the time of his birth. And you, you begin to realize that back then there weren't as many tall buildings. There weren't big houses. There weren't as many trees. In the Middle East, the topography was flatter and and it was easy to see the full night sky without all of the lights in the houses. There were only candles. And so when you think about that, it is easy to see how the, the wise men actually noticed this star rising in the, in the sky. But I think it's important for us to observe some things about, about why they saw it. Why was it that they were able to identify it and see it and know that it was there? Well, the first thing is they were looking. They were looking for signs. They were looking up at the heavens, looking for changes, looking for things that weren't there before and now were there. And so as they were looking at the heavens and they were looking at the stars, they were paying attention to things that were changing in that view. And they looked at those changes as signs. Are we looking for the signs? I think many times we're not looking for signs. I think that's why they had to put huge billboards on the road because if they didn't put huge billboards and put small signs, we probably would miss them all together. Second, they were observing over time. They didn't just look up at the sky once and go, nope, no signs, and gave up on it. They looked at the sky every night on a regular basis. They continued to compare how the sky looked one night to the next night, to the next night. This is why they were able to see that the star that appeared in the sky was actually moving. It was changing position as they observed it night after night. This is what inspired them to the third point, which is when they saw this sign, they decided to interpret it and they decided to follow it. Now those are two big decisions. The first one of interpreting it required them to actually research it, to actually look in ancient writings to see what this could possibly mean, what this could signify, what this was trying to mark for everybody to know about. And when they did their research, they came to the conclusion that this star was marking the birth of the king of the Jews. And once they identified that this was what the sign was pointing to, they didn't just sit back and go, oh, cool, you know, a king's being born. No, they said, we got to go check this out. We got to go, go to not just be satisfied with observing the sign, but we actually have to go and see what the sign is pointing to. We got to go to what the sign is telling us about. And so they packed up. And they began to follow the sign, to follow the star, to see where it led them. You know, if we didn't have social media and news outlets reporting about what happened on December 21st, I wonder how many of us would have actually seen this incredible event in the sky. I wonder how many of us would have even noticed that something was going on. You know, with all of us being limited uh, due to COVID and not getting out as often, all the obstructions on the way, like trees and buildings and other lights during Christmas as people decorate their houses. I wonder how many of us would have missed it all together, would have never known that something was happening if somebody had not told us. You know, we have a tendency to be looking down instead of up. 
to be focused on what's ahead of us instead of looking up to the heavens. And so unless you're one of those people that is a stargazer and likes to stare up at the stars at night, you would have probably missed it. The wise men came to Jerusalem and began to ask the important question, where is the child who has been born king of the Jews? For we have seen his star rising and have come to pay him homage. You know, sometimes we see signs, but we don't know what they mean. God gives us signs and we don't know how to interpret them. Maybe you have a dream that was really strange and you don't know what it might mean. And a lot of times we just ignore, like I said, those signs. We just go by them and don't even wonder what they mean. And to their credit, the wise men had done their research and they understood that this star meant that the king of the Jews had been born. So when they come to Jerusalem, they don't ask, has a king been born? They ask, where is the king that has been born? They weren't asking if it had happened. They knew it had happened. They believed it had happened. They asked, where is that king that has already been born? I think that's an important distinction because a lot of times we see the signs and we don't pay attention to them. And even when we pay attention to them, sometimes we don't believe them. And when God sends a sign, we need to pay attention because whatever it points to is something that God is trying to reveal to us. You know, this Epiphany Sunday is all about revelation. It's all about God showing us things that we had not seen before. Well, King Herod was troubled. You know, the word in scripture is frightened. He was frightened. He was afraid. When he heard what the wise men said about this baby that had been born, that it would be king. And he looked and he said, you know, I'm the king. And my family is supposed to rule after me. And if there's a new king, then that's not good for my family because it means the reign of my family will end. That He was frightened. He was scared. So what really frightened him was that when he asked the chief priest and the experts of the Jews what, where this, this child was to be born, they didn't turn to him and say, what child? You know, no child's going to be born. No, they actually knew about it. Scripture had already predicted that this would happen. You know, Herod uh, didn't ask them where the king was going to be born, which is another interesting point. He asked them, where is the Messiah going to be born? You see, he knew. He knew enough about the Jewish faith and the Jewish tradition. He knew enough about the Jewish predictions to know that they had a promised Messiah and that the Messiah would be a descendant of David, who was the king of Israel at one point. And so it didn't take much for Herod to put two and two together and to say, if they're looking for a king that's, that's been born and the Jews have a promised Messiah that will come from the line of David, then that's one and the same person. It's so interesting that it was Herod, the king, you know, King Herod, who really put that together. It wasn't the Jews. It wasn't even the people that later met Jesus as he went out in his ministry. It was, it was somebody outside of the Jewish faith that really put together that Jesus was the Messiah, that the king of the Jews was really the one sent by God to redeem them. Well, once Herod knew that the child was to be born in Bethlehem after talking to those advisors, 
He sent the wise men on their way, but he was very clever. He instructed them. He said, you know, uh, tell me when this star appeared. And then he said, go and find him. And when you do, come back my way and let me know where he is so I can come and pay him homage as well. Homage is a fancy word for respect or showing somebody, uh, you know, admiration and recognition for who they are. And so Herod was clever enough to ask them, when, when did that star appear for the first time? So he could do the math, so he could figure out when the child was born in his futile attempt to stop Jesus from becoming king. When the wise men left, we're told that once again, it was the star that led them as they headed to Bethlehem. That star that had first appeared was still moving. It was still pointing in a direction. They were overwhelmed with joy when the star finally stopped. It stopped over the place where Mary and the baby Jesus were located. They went in and they immediately knelt down to pay him homage. And we're told that they brought out their best gifts. We're told their treasures of gold, frankincense, and myrrh, and offered these gifts to the baby Jesus. And then having been warned in a dream not to return to Herod because God knew that Herod had no good intentions, they left for their country by another road. Wow, if God can put a star as a sign in the sky, he can certainly give us signs today in revelations. Whether in dreams, through songs, or things we observe in nature, whether through his word or through something that God shows us as we are walking through our daily lives, God continues to put signs in our lives to show us things he wants us to know. I think we need to be more like the wise men, more willing to not only observe the signs but follow them, be willing to look to see what their meaning might be, and to research what it is that God is trying to reveal to us. You know, the gifts that the wise men brought to Jesus were symbolic of his kingship. They showed a deep respect and admiration by the wise men. You know, they didn't bring him the leftovers. Nobody goes, you know, I got a little leftover gold here. Let me bring it to Jesus. No, this was the best stuff that they had, the stuff that had significance and value. Their gifts were meaningful and they were precious. We need to learn to give like the wise men, to give God our best, to always give him that which signifies our respect and our admiration for who he is and what he has done in our lives. Do our tithes and offerings reflect that we serve the King of Kings? Do they reflect how much we appreciate what God has done through Jesus Christ to save us? Do our attitudes in bringing those gifts really show the respect and admiration that we have for Jesus? Do we come with a sense of thanksgiving for God having revealed to us Jesus Christ and having revealed to us himself in him? The wise men knelt before him when he was just a baby. He hadn't yet done anything, but there was a star. There was a sign. And you see, anybody who is worthy 
of a majestical sign of a star on the sky, in their view, was worthy of admiration and respect. You know, the story of Epiphany reminds us that revelation comes in many forms. It may come to you in a star. It may come to you in a word or a song. It may come to you in a dream. The revelation of Jesus as the promised Messiah came to people through the prophets. It came through symbolic representation of the Lamb of God coming into the world in Isaiah. It came in so many different ways. The revelation came so that people could see the signs and interpret them and know that Jesus was indeed the Messiah that would come into the world to save it. Revelations are important and they're worthy of us paying attention to. They always point us to God and point us to what God wants us to know in our lives so that we may follow Jesus. The question is, are we just gonna see the signs and ignore them? Or are we gonna literally move from wherever we are, from whatever we're doing, to go and follow the signs? There's a very famous Christmas song that I really like that says, Oh, come, let us adore him. Oh, come, let us adore him. Oh, come, let us adore him, Christ the Lord. The song is an invitation to move, to notice that Jesus is among us and with us and leading us, and to come pay him homage, to show him the respect and the honor that he deserves for being the savior of the world. May we honor him with our lives in this new year as we continue to look for the signs of God's leading. Let us pray. Oh God, we thank you. We thank you for the many signs that you have sent our way throughout our history, for signs that came through the prophets and the scriptures, for the sign of Jesus Christ as your son coming into the world to show us your love and for the many signs that you continue to give us every day to remind us of your promises and to remind us of your will in our lives. Help us, O oh Lord, to move, to come and adore you and follow you as you deserve. Help us, Lord, to adore you in this new year and to follow you and give you everything that you deserve as the King of Kings. In Jesus' name we pray, amen.